Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. C103. An online rally against COVID restrictions in maternity services heard how women felt lonely, isolated and traumatised by their partners not being able to attend pregnancy scans and early labour. Last week a petition opposing the restrictions with over 50,000 signatures was handed into Cork University Maternity Hospital. Linda Kenny from Glanmire who gave birth during the pandemic is now speaking up on behalf of other pregnant uh, women and she joins me. Good morning to you Linda. Good morning Patricia. Now Linda firstly congratulations on on the birth of your little baby uh, Amy Kate in, in July. You wrote a very heartfelt piece about your experience in last week's examiner. This was your second birth. Just explain to us how different it was to your first delivery. Um well I suppose it really actually started around week 20 of my pregnancy. That was when I suppose really covid bit became a massive part of all of our lives. My husband was stopped from coming to any of the appointments. So the anomaly scan is a big scan about halfway through your pregnancy. Uh, very nerve-wracking for everyone. Um, and that was the first appointment he couldn't attend with me. And then over the you know the second half of my pregnancy, you know there was so much unknown about COVID. We got no advice at the time because everybody was grappling to deal with the situation. And then it came up to giving birth, and I'd had a discussion with my doctors, and I knew I was going to have a planned section this time because of my experience with my first girl. And so it came to the the day of the operation and my husband had to leave me in the car park at CUMH had to go in myself with my lovely suitcase Uh, you go in through the tent you get checked for your thermometer and then you're on your own for hours um, up on the ward with other women um, around you who are labouring or who've given birth and just waiting um, to go down for the operation so very nerve-wracking time and the, exactly the, the moment you need somebody yeah. to hold your hand you know and bless your heart the picture of you Linda walking away from your husband's car which heavily pregnant carrying your little suitcase and it just 
it was just heartbreaking to even think of that. And you're not the only woman that has done that or is even doing it today. No, there's 150 people will have the exact same experience today. And what we're finding, you know, when I got, so when I came into the reception, there was another woman who was just sobbing and it broke my heart not to go over to her because I was just about holding it together myself. And all I wanted to do was give her hugs. I feel exactly the same as you. This isn't fair. It shouldn't be happening to us. And what I'm hearing now, so many women have contacted me, like friends, friends of friends, colleagues who've had, some have had devastating experiences with pregnancy, lost through the pandemic, been totally on their own. Now, some of those rules have changed, which I'm really grateful for. Um, but a lot of women are delaying going to the hospital now when they're in labour because their husband or their partner, their support person, isn't allowed in until they're what's called active labour, which is when they're four centimetres dilated. But the early labour stage before that can go on for a day, mm-hmm. can go on, you know, and women are in a lot of pain and a lot of people now delaying going to the hospital because of that, because they're too scared to be on their own. That's not safe for women. And it's not safe for their babies. And I know the, the the health service executives, the men who are making these decisions, you know, really are looking at the safety around COVID. But there's also the safety of the mom's maternal health. There's also the safety of women, you know, compromising their care because they're too scared to go in on their own. And that's very worrying. And I think it's something that really now needs to be looked at by both the HSE and the government because, you know, we've seen that there can be flexibility in how we manage COVID, there can be compassion, there can be changes made and the restrictions that are there at the moment are the exact same restrictions that were put in place in March. We know a lot more now about That's true. with this with that's a very good point. March, that's, you know? that's a very good point. But back to, to your good self in, in July. So you, you toddled in very close to tears with your suitcase and then you're, you're put into a room and then you get to the stage where your baby's nearly ready to be delivered. So your husband's allowed in at that stage. Yeah, so I ring him. So we live very close. So we live in Glanmire. It's about a 10 minute drive from the hospital. So they told me to just send my husband home. They were like, there's no point in waiting in the car park. So I said, fine. So he was at home, you know, pacing around the house. And um, then I rang him. So he comes on the link, you know, through God only knows, I'd say, what way he was driving to get out to the hospital. And they bring me down to the theatre. And then, so I'm waiting in this little pre-surgery room. And next thing, the nurse says, you know, well, where is your husband? Where is he coming from? (laughs) And I'm looking at her going, he's coming from Glam... Like, we're doing exactly what he told us to do. And he's coming from Glammire. He he should be here very soon. And uh, so he comes in. And then I have to go into the surgery to have the anaesthetic put in, so the big needle into your spine. And he's not allowed in for that part. And that's always the way. That's not a COVID restriction. Okay. That's how they organise it. Um, and so I'm sitting there on the bed and you have to be very still, you know, um, because obviously it's very dangerous getting a needle into your spine. And a midwife who, there's a midwife allocated to the baby and then there's theatre nurses who look after you. And the theatre nurses are getting all of their bits and bobs checks and, you know, am I who I am and 
my age is correct and you know all of this stuff and the theatre nurse kind of comes over going where's the baby cat and I look at her and I, I realise it's up on the ward and I say it's up on the ward and she took she said <sighs> and walked off continuing on about her bits and it is just the moment that I will never forget because everything then just comes roaring out and I was inconsolable on the bed and the theatre nurses had missed it and so to them I had just burst into tears and and your husband now is is not even with you at that stage he's outside the door he's outside not a clue what's going on takes a good I'd say 10 minutes for me to be able to actually just catch my breath and to be able to get calm enough that they can put the anaesthetic in and then as soon as the anaesthetic goes in they strap you down and if anyone's had an operation you know it's totally you know it's like a crucifix you know and you're strapped in and you know you can't wipe the tears away you know and then I was just asking there you know you hear a doctor say right we're ready to go and my husband still isn't there and I'm like can we get my husband please um and then he comes in, you know, um, and then the operation itself was quite daunting because you're in your senses. I heard them call for the senior consultant. It took a bit longer for the baby to come out. So I knew something wasn't quite 100%. Um, uh, but obviously my husband is oblivious to all of this because he's on cloud nine because the baby arrives and he gets to hold her, you know. Um, while I'm just still like I start to get sick then during the operation and I'm empty reaching and it's you know as most women will know who've been through this it's a very different experience for the person um, having the section than for the partner and um, yeah. they get all the lovely cuddles you know yeah um, and you're you're going through this major operation but baby anyway is born safely thank God and then yeah. the, the next bit is you getting moved back to the ward and Time for Daddy to leave. Yeah, so we're in the recovery room and um, my husband's allowed in, but you're never on your own at that point because there's a midwife doing all of the checks and helping you to feed the baby and all of that. So it's never just you and your partner and the baby. You know, there's always another person there. Um, And then because it was quite late in the day, um, they came in and they said, listen, we need to get you back up to the ward um, before the ward shift changes. That was about um, six o'clock maybe half past six and uh, so that like the porter's there and they start moving the bed and we're out in the corridor and they just say yeah you go that way to him like <laughs> I'm in the bed paralyzed holding the baby you know totally out of it after the surgery and I'm just like can you stop please so I can say bye to him you know and I know I'm not going to see him that was a Friday and I knew I wasn't going to see him again until Monday um, and that I was just totally on my own then from there on out and it's just and what and the three days on your own, uh, Linda? I mean, you, you know, you describe being in the bed and the curtain, the blue curtain pulled around you. It almost felt like you were being punished, as if you had done something wrong. Yeah, no, it is. It is very hard, and every you know, everyone's in the same boat. And all you hear, all you hear, are other people crying. You know, in the ward, like everyone's in bits. And I, I think what people don't realise is. If you have a straightforward birth and you have your baby and it, and it pretty much goes by the book, you're discharged home the next day. So I can understand for a lot of women who are giving birth, the restrictions probably don't seem that onerous. 
because they go in and they have the baby and their husband's there with them for, a, a, you know, the, a portion of it. And then the next day they're home. But for a lot of us, that's not the case. Yeah. yeah. And, and what really, should really be hard. the happiest time of your life? It's almost like the the gloss has been taken off that. Oh, listen, it's it's not a, it's it, you know, like I suppose I had a very difficult birth with my first child. Wouldn't be the only woman in that situation, and I was really hoping this time would be more positive, and it wasn't. And I I feel like that was taken from me, and I feel and I do really feel that it was taken from me by the men at the top who made these decisions, who have no experience of what it's like to give birth themselves. They will never know what it feels like to have somebody's hands inside of you, taking your baby out of you, you know. And, you know, I don't really think they're giving it the due consideration that it really deserves because this is having massive impacts on people's maternal health. You know, I know from people who've reached out for me from discussions, I know some people who are saying, I'm never going, you know, first time mom saying, I'm not, not ever going to put myself in that situation again. Oh, that's, you know, that's dreadful. It's really, really And hard. Linda, is it true that Dublin maternity hospitals are treating partners differently? Yes, so they are allowed in for visits. Now, it's not what it was before where a partner could be with you all day long. You know, it's an hour, but it's something. It's something that there's somebody there to hold the baby while you go for a shower who's part of your family, you know. Um, So they're allowed in in two out of the three Dublin hospitals. Um, No such movement like that in Cork. There is also, I think, in some of the Dublin hospitals, um, that partners can attend for the anomaly scan. And um, so, at the time I gave birth, it was when the COVID rate was quite low. And so, if we'd have given birth in Dublin at the same time, my husband would have been able to visit me every day. For it would have been. It would have been very different. There. And that anomaly scan, that twenty-week scan, uh, Linda, there are women attending that who are getting dreadful news. Dreadful, and even earlier in the 12-week scan as well. Now, I have to say, and I think this kind of proves our point that these restrictions can be made more compassionate. I know in CUMH it was late in the day, it was only in October, but in October, after there was a lot of pressure put on in the doll, they have changed the restrictions around pregnancy loss. So while you are still on your own, when you receive that news at the scan, you can then bring somebody in with you after the fact, I suppose, is how it is. And then if you need subsequent appointments around that loss, you will have somebody with you. And I think that is was long overdue. Um, but really, you need to have somebody there with you when you receive the news because you, you can't cope with hearing yeah, no, no. Like I went into my 36-week appointment in a healthy pregnancy, asked about the restrictions. They told me there was no way the restrictions were going to be lifted. I burst into tears and I didn't hear anything else they told me for the rest know, of the appointment. I know, I know. And that's very, like, it's very understandable. And I'm assuming as well this thing about ring your husband. Yeah, I mean, whatever about when they C-section, they, they, they know when baby's going to come out. But for somebody who's having a natural labour you, you can have a very quick labour you can have a very slow mm-hmm. labour uh, baby you can't say to baby can you hang on a tick now your dad's on the link road he'll be here in a minute th- th- there must be a case that some partners are not making it in in time Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that is the case. And as you say, it is unpredictable, you know, and I think what's very frustrating for people is 
that the evidence base for the restrictions haven't been published by the HSE, um, if you want my honest opinion, because they don't exist. You know, it's just, I think a decision made in panic at the start of March. And now I think rather than lose faith, they're just kind of digging deep and keeping them in place, you know. Um, like they haven't been able to answer any question about how somebody who lives in the same, like I sleep in the same bed as my husband, we live in the same house. Yeah. How is he an additional risk if he's in the hospital? Yeah, that's wearing a really a good mask, point. And let's, let's, let's also point out that the World Health Organization have uh, agreed that women should be supported by their partners. Absolutely, yeah. yeah because so they you, recognize ha- you, you handed in the, with over 50,000 signatures, what response have you, have you got to that petition? Nothing official yet, um, which is very disappointing. But there was some, I suppose, I think Dr. Colm Henry, he was asked about it on Thursday on the news and he did recognise that with such support, the issue would need to be looked at. But I think they're just hoping it will go away. Um, I think with the likes of you behind it, Linda, this is going uh, nowhere. And I have to compliment you. You could be just at home. You have a busy household with two smallies. Uh, You could be at home thinking, well, look, it happened to me and I'm going to get, you know, it's all is over for me. But, you know, fair dues for speaking up on behalf of the other pregnant women that are there at at the moment and the ones that will be going into labour in the coming weeks and months. And how is uh, the baby? Great. Asleep at the moment now. Great. She must know that great. Uh, I'm doing something important. But, she's great. Um, no, she's flying us. Flying. Oh, well, well done. forward to our first Christmas. Well done. Well, listen, we'll keep in contact with you just to see what progress you make on this one. But in the meantime, really appreciate you taking time out to talk to us this morning. Thanks, Patricia. Good morning to you. Bye-bye, bye-bye. As of a young mum, that is uh, Linda Kenny from uh, Glam- Glanmire on those continued restrictions at the Maternity Hospital in Cork. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.